0: Hello and welcome to Voices from the Frontline from the Christian Medical Fellowship, where we hear from healthcare professionals on the frontline of the COVID-19 pandemic. And clearly there's lots on the, on the internet and in the things that we're reading about our mental health and how we're responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. And in that vein, I'm delighted to be joined today by a psychiatrist, Dr. Hans Pfeiffer from Switzerland. Welcome, Hans. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Well, it's great to be with you. And now you've got over 30 years of experience and you're doing a lot of thinking and writing in this area. And we're going to hear some of your insights in a moment. But if you could just first tell us what you normally do and how COVID-19 has just impacted you personally as a family at this time.
1: So I'm, I'm a psychiatrist um, and uh, I have my private medical practice and have plenty of people Coming to see help also in this time. My family is my wife, um, who is working in sales, but out of job right now. My elder daughter is postponing her wedding because of COVID-19. And my younger daughter had COVID already in her students' hostel with the typical symptoms that she went through, but she is okay by now, which we're glad about that. Oh. But I was not in touch with her for the past uh, five weeks.
0: So, <laughs> Wow. Yes. It, it really, really is impacting people, isn't it? And it's interesting you've had that very personal experience, because I know that you're seeing people all the time who are responding with a great deal of, of anxiety, you know, to COVID-19. So can you give us an, a, a framework of understanding how COVID-19 is affecting us as, you know, as individuals, but also as, as you know, as nations?
1: hmm um, Yes, you, you're right. The anxiety is one of the cardinal symptoms, anxiety of being affected in our own health, but sometimes even more so that loved ones, relatives, friends, could have it, and especially the elderly among us could have it, and it could uh, have a deadly outcome, but also the whole impact that it has on the economy. So, there's a lot of uncertainty. How will all that continue in the long run?
0: Sure. No, that's absolutely right. And so what what are some of the ways that people respond to anxiety? I'm assuming that not everybody responds in the same way. Would I be right?
1: You're absolutely right. Um, Basically, there are three ways to respond to anxiety, and that's fight, flight, or fright. Um, Fight means that we face the situation we try to make the best of it some will go into hyperactivity to counteract in this situation but um, what I'm yeah encouraging is really to face the realities and do the best with it um, flight however is to avoid the things some would go into alcohol or drugs, but others would do more gaming and social medias, so there's a certain danger of of addiction, but there's also positive forms of avoiding the transmission, of course. But there's also the third aspect of fright, that people somehow don't know where to go, they withdraw strongly, they are very lonely and isolated, and um, we want to help people to overcome that uh, stage of fright. But what I would also like to add is, in this time of social distancing, it is very important that we connect with each other. So in a sense, it gives more distance, but on another dimension, it brings us closer together in new ways and brings about new solidarity, all that helps to overcome anxiety. So there's also a positive aspect to
0: that. Mm, that's really helpful. Uh, and just before we, we just finish looking at how do we deal with that anxiety, could you give us a, a feel of what the impact that you're seeing on both individuals but also on society of this crisis at the moment?
1: Yes, The problem really is also, as as our shutdown goes on, there is a danger of more aggression within the families. So that's one thing that we have to also look out for as uh, psychiatrists. But there's another aspect, and that is people are thrown back to themselves. They suddenly have time for things that they didn't have before. There's new discoveries that they have times for silence or for personal reflection and are really rediscovering things in their life that their business kept them from doing so. And so I see a positive challenge in that respect, that there's new discoveries for the person and the personal relationships.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you for that. And, and I've seen you very recently on um, state television actually being interviewed um, about how, how do we as a society deal with this? How do we respond? And you, you, you've um, explained how we can do so with courage and confidence and humour. Could you just tell us a bit about that?
1: Indeed. Uh, what we need now is really courage. And to be very creative, to help each other, be it with material, be it with food, be it with helping people that cannot go outside, etc. cetera, um, face the challenges, face the fears, and do what we can do. So it takes courage and creativity in this time, but also the experience of confidence. That's where faith comes in, that we are secure. There is something carrying us and the confidence we will get through this. We will get over it. We get beyond it. There will not be a return to the normal, but to a new dimension of normality. And so I very much hope it has a lasting impact for it. And the humor is the third factor. And that is that in this time, we have had many uh, wonderful cartoons or short films that go at it also with a humorous way. So if we face reality, if we have personal confidence also in God guiding us through this and carrying us in all of this, then we can also go with a positive or even relaxed or joyful attitude in our lives. And um, all these three factors have to go together um, and will carry us through this very important time of transition and transformation uh, in a safe way.
0: Oh, that's great. Thank you, Hans. So courage, confidence and humour. That's just really helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Well, thank you, John. Thank you.
0: No, it's a pleasure. And, and um Dr. Pfeiffer has been very much involved in the International Christian Medical and Dental Association for, for over 40 years um, as, a, as a Christian and, and as a psychiatrist. Yes. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are, there are plenty of resources on the ICMDA website, icmda.net. Um, you can look out for resources related to this. Also on the CMF website, you can look at some blogs which look at uh, issues around uncertainty and mental health response. That's cmfblog.org.uk. Um, and you can also uh, join up with local people who are meeting together to debrief and to kind of uh, consider some of these issues around feelings of anxiety and how people are responding in different ways to debrief, to look at the Bible and see what God has to say about it and to pray together. So let me encourage you to link up uh, with local folk in in CMF. That's another voice from the front line. I look forward to being with you next time. Bye for now.